Happy Friday. And to our loyal listeners, you'll notice that it's Lucas today starting out in the podcast while Alyssa is out this week. We are lucky to have Austin Bentham step in to share some of his insights as we finish up this holiday shortened week. It was a little bit light on the domestic reports. We did have a few things globally, but I think most importantly, we saw a wide swath of the country get hit by a winter storm this week that has created significant dairy impacts across Texas and New Mexico. Welcome to the podcast, Austin. And what do we know about this winter storm? Yeah, thanks for having me. As we kind of run through the supply chain, there's a lot of impacts in Texas, right? Traditionally set up to deal with heat and not the bitter cold. So when we when we look at on-farm, we've got a lot of frozen pipes, a lot of issues with young stock that we've been hearing so far. I think widely circulated was the article talking about duct taping calves' ears on beef operations. But as it applies to dairies as well, most of those um, young stock operations are set up to dissipate heat and they don't deal well with the cold. So there has been some impacts on replacement stocks that we'll see in a couple of years. Then moving off the farm and into the supply chain, when you're talking about trucking and logistics, not only are we having ice on the roads, and trouble getting the milk from the farm to the plants, but we're also having issues with the equipment. Then once we get to the plant, the plants are set up kind of in a similar way to dissipate heat and and not really to, to insulate so much. So some of the auxiliary issues with the plant, if they can run, have been freezing up, which is going to cause delays down the road. But the primary reason that uh, a lot of the plants in Texas are shutting down is lack of natural gas availability. If there's no natural gas to run the plant and to process the products, we're going to have a backup in the supply chain. And then that puts more pressure on transportation. And we've got a lot of equipment that if it's operating, it's tied up in just holding milk as long as we possibly can or trying to get it to an area that can process it. And that's going to cause a pretty big backlog of interruptions in in that supply chain. And then when we think about The other side of the plant, the market implications, almost all plants are down in Texas, New Mexico right now. The biggest plants that process commodity three, four, class three and class four products are running to some extent. We've we've seen in the WAPO article that uh, Littlefield Continental has been down due to natural gas. There's other plants in the class four space that have been down. Interestingly enough, we haven't seen a huge impact in the class three and four markets, which is, you know, kind of feels like we were well supplied coming into this. And the lack of production throughput hasn't caused buyers to scramble after products. So it's been widely available. The impacts now will be interesting in the weeks to come because there's been so many interruptions, even at the household level. With loss of power and bursted pipes, that means refrigerators go out and and products in the refrigerator spoil. Same thing at grocery stores. So we would expect in the next couple of weeks to see a home restocking, a grocery store and supply chain overall of class one and class two products get restocked. And so an increased pull potentially in the next couple of weeks, or do we see those things resupplied from northern regions or regions less impacted by this storm? And then we're going to have to kind of work our way out of the inventories before we see a class three and class four move upward. But part of the story is yet to be told over the next one to three weeks. 
Wow, that is a lot. Thank you, Austin. I think thank you. Sometimes tragic news from different stories that we've heard on dairy and then the significant impacts at the plants are tough to hear. I mean, Texas clearly was not prepared for such a significant storm like this and I think a bit surprising that the the market impact wasn't as significant as we maybe would have expected. Um, thanks for your input, Austin. Uh, we also got a Section 32 announcements this week, fairly expected, uh, 15 million pounds of butter to be procured throughout the second quarter and two different fluid milk solicitations as well. We are waiting for a cheddar cheese solicitation that we know should be coming as USDA announced that last month. That's about it from the domestic side. I think globally this week, we did have a GDT auction on Tuesday. It was yet another bullish event, just really quite incredible as we see Asian and in particular Chinese demand continue to propel these values higher, a 4.3% increase on the whole milk powder weighted average. Significant growth in fats as well. There was some offers removed on cheddar cheese, which propelled that price higher too. I think we do see this demand continuing in the near-term auctions. A lot of these products, we saw the entire curve move higher. So it wasn't just kind of near-term contract one or contract two prices higher, but up across the entire curve. We also got European export data this week, a bit improved exports from Europe than we had seen over Q3 and Q4. And we saw significant amounts of cheese move away from Europe and S&P moving higher as well. But I think a key story here, fluid milk and cream had a record-breaking year along with cheese. On the milk production side, just a 0.3% gain versus last December. Quite minimal, I think quite expected. We saw France and Germany production lower, which continues to pull total EU output lower into January and February. I think that's about it from this week. Thanks for listening as always. Next week, we have the gift of a double whammy from USDA of US milk production and cold storage, those cheese and butter inventories on Tuesday. So we will look forward to that. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.